Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Lauren. And you're listening to Podcast Podcast? The podcast that talks about how great podcasts are. How (laughs) self-obsessed. How's it going? It's good. How are you? Eric just like got back from the beach. Like he like went from the beach directly to my apartment. There's still so, sand in my ears. Yeah, it's everywhere. He's it, can't it even everywhere. think straight. It's like I keep he keeps on asking me where his beach towel is, and I'm like, I we're not there anymore. Is that a seagull? Yeah, no, no, it's just Monty. He's really not. This is gonna be an interesting episode. I saw a live horseshoe crab on the beach. Oh my god, stop it! It was awesome. Rude. It was like doing its little crawling thing, and then the wave would come, uh, and it would be like, help, help, help me, help, oh my help. God. help me, help me. Did you record it for <laughs> I our segment? Should have I should have. Um, I feel like we have some. There's like podcast news in the news. Tell I feel it. like it's like back to school fall time. Like things are yeah, changing. Yeah, you're really right. Cause um, iHeartRadio, which employs DJ Jaywoo. Hey 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 hey. Bot stuff works. Uh huh. Which is huge. Big news. And also, they own the Daily Zeitgeist. Mm -hmm. And also, I meant to mention this last time. You love couples therapy, which is how stuff works. Yeah. So you're in the Zeit Gang. Technically. I know you didn't want to be. No, I I did. I didn't want to be part of the Zeitgeist, the Daily Zeitgeist fam, but I do want to be part of the larger fam. Okay. Well, now, I mean, DJ Wood, do you have any comments on your, um, basically you buying uh, Jack O'Brien? Zeitgang. Oh, wow. <laughs> you heard it from the source. Those were his comments. <laughs> yeah. You're, it should be noted also that DJ is wearing his Zeitgang t-shirt. I love Second it. Second rate podcast. Yep. <laughs> I love his shirt. That's I have one. Shirt, I have actually. one too. It's V design. I'm, I'm I know. Like, who yours? are we? we? No, I have that one also. Oh, you have that exact. We went back for more. I was like, I know I've Gosh. seen your daily Zeitgeist t-shirt. You mean you also have that exact one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was wearing it the other day. And I was like, who am I? Like, if I don't wear, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I'm a nerd for the Zeitgang. I mean, are we surprised? No, we knew this. I would. Yeah, I should buy more podcast T-shirts. I mean, we have one for ours. <laughs> we should make like fan art podcast T-shirts. Yes. You know what I mean? Put it on the to-do list. Okay. Um, the other thing, uh, Panoply is out of, and but the, the oh, like Malcolm Gladwell's pa- podcast was on Panoply, but he's like starting a new ne- one called Endeavor, so that'll be like a lot of cool stuff. I don't mm-hmm. know what's gonna happen to all the other Panoply podcasts, but I feel like this is just a little news update on like stuff is getting shaken up a little bit. I think it's all good. I think yeah. it's all very good because they yeah. just keep on hearing about how underrated the uh, revenue is for the ads, like how there's just so much there. I think we're gonna be seeing a lot of really cool stuff. Wow, so. it's it is it's sad when. Uh, podcast producer goes away but it always feels like oh what's going to come from this like how are shows going to adapt and change yeah i think that this is a good thing actually yeah so. yeah and then um one thing we forgot to mention eric and i went and saw dara katz and betsy kenny of the done podcast live their comedy show at the mockingbird in new york city and it was amazing it was honestly my best life it larry owens look uh-huh. him up and find him. Amy Jo Jackson. Yeah. It was really, really funny. And I want to go back. Great. Yeah, so. there were some great people there. It was such a funny show. I would go yeah. back any night of the week. They with are you. changing the name of the show to Done. Yes. So look it up. Yes. Um they 
were so very funny and I honestly did fall in love. Yeah. I did try to give both of them my phone numbers. Yeah. And they, they did ran away. Not text me right. yet. They I had I would not have expected them to be sprinters, but they are. They were I saw them sprinting. shockingly fast. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, should we get into the show? <laughs> yeah, we should probably move on. Let's do podcast challenge. Yes. This is the segment where we challenge each other to listen to a podcast or an episode of a podcast that we think the other one might be interested in or that we want to share the, with the other one, right? I love this segment. So I do, too. I really do. It's and, your fave. Okay. So. Last week, I challenged you to listen to uh, an episode of Who Weekly starring your pro- self-proclaimed favorite acti- actress Bryce Dallas Howard yes and what did you think this was my favorite challenge challenge <laughs> ever wow, I had listened wow, to the wow. podcast I'm like already a fan of the podcast yes, we've talked yes. about it before but like why on earth are oh we were talking about Bryce Dallas Howard because okay originally who weekly had mentioned her on their podcast kind of saying who is she like yeah. She's nobody, you know, like, she, does anyone even know what she looks like? And no one could possibly like her. Well, after that episode aired, the stands for Bryce Dallas Howard came out, like, attacking them. So the whole joke was we were talking about how, like, there are, like, Bryce Dallas Howard super fans. Diehard like, fans. Why? But I am now one of them. <laughs> like, I subscribe to the Bryce Dallas Howard network now. Like, I am in deep. Okay, we talked about this off air. When you first brought it up, you were like, does anyone even know who that is? I don't know who she is. And then you were like, she's my number of favorite, one, my favorite actors. It happened fast. The, it happened so transition. fast that I still, to this day, I'm like, is this real what, or is this question? not real? Yeah, it's real. <laughs> it's so serious. You have told me so many times in plain English that you genuinely do like her and it's not a joke and it's not ironic, but I still am confused. I must <laughs> say, until I listen to this episode, which I listened to three times, it's so good. Um, I honestly thought, Jessica Chastain was in that Jurassic Park movie. I didn't. I swear. I saw it. I saw the movie. You watched Bryce Dallas Howard's face for a full hour and 42 minutes. That's how she gets you. Okay. So so anyway. um, Yeah. So my overall rating is a plus, 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 plus. Wow. Just a few like quick highlights. I know we got to move on. But like, yeah, it's basically they talk about how this is like nepotism at its finest because it's literally like because a lot of child actors like won't take their like, yeah, like Kate Hudson's last name isn't like Han, you know, like. She Scully is Han's a Howard, daughter. you know, right. she's steeped in Howard. But I will say, like, I agree it's certainly nepotistic, like Ron Howard's a big writer and producer in Hollywood, but she's also very talented. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's going on here? See, this is why I you, don't know if you, you actually like the her. Network. Okay, when she was first brought up, I was like, oh yeah, I love Bryce Dallas Howard. She was in Lady in the Water. She was in The Village. She was in another thing I'm sure I mentioned that I remembered. Oh, I told you she was in the um, Netflix season of uh, uh, Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. I like went on and on and was like, yeah, I really like her. I do too. <laughs> um, okay, I don't like actresses. Oh my gosh. So this is like the best one there is. Do you is. like actors? No. You don't like actor people because... 
I don't like that. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, that's another thing we can like, that's like, I need to go see my therapist about it. Yeah. I just, I'm not a big fan. So it's what like, might it? as well be her as, as people or you don't like actor. I don't know them as people. Right. Like, basically. So and you then, don't like their performances. Not really. Any of them. Not really. I'm not a big fan. You know, I'm not a big fan of movies and TV. Yeah. Like, I just not, I don't care. I am not like, if you're like, who's your favorite actress? I'm like, I don't know. So Bryce Dallas Howard. Sure. She's mine. She's mine. I I call her. Can I relate it to sports and how people, if someone was like, who's your favorite football player? I'd be like, Bryce Dallas Howard. I don't know. Maybe Tim quarterback. Just say Bryce Dallas Howard because it could be a boy's (laughs) name. I mean, not that. Athletes can't be girls. I mean, they can't be, but whatever. <laughs> well, I said football. There's no professional female Thank football you for players. Backing yeah. that up. Yeah. Um, also, so Lindsay at one point is just like, it's <laughs> the most nepotism authentic actress we have. She looks like everyone. No personality to make her memorable to me. And uh, Bobby Finger considers calling the episode, no offense, Brace Dallas Howard. <laughs> but wait, they, she doesn't look like everyone. She looks kind of distinct. I don't, I clearly don't think so. <laughs> um, she, they, they consider making a t-shirt with Jessica Chastain's f- picture on it but the words brace dallas howard on that's it which i that's want one we, that's one of the teachers we should make I, um yeah they already came up with the design for us it should be fairly easy um Lindsay at one point just says she has a lack of personality that defines her as someone i would not remember uh, and then all, they go through her like imdb and it's just like most of her roles don't even have names. It's like Strawberry Blonde Girl in Audience, Girl in Yellow Dress. And it's a lot of Ron Howard movies. Okay, that's I'm done. When she was a kid, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, a really fun episode. It just solidified my love for her. She's my favorite. I will never not love trying to figure out your relationship with Bryce It'll Dallas It'll be an Howard. unwilling thing. <laughs> I'm going to set up a Google ends. alert, and I, I'll, I'll update y'all. I love it as much as I love the blue black dress, which just... Both things genuinely give me so much joy. And, and if it's not a strawberry blonde wearing a yellow dress, I don't. You're not going to know who it is. Hopefully, in her next movie, she'll play strawberry blonde girl with blue black dress or yellow gold dress. Probably. No, white dress. In fact, I think you just read her IMDb for 2019. <laughs> She's a genuine movie star now. She was I know. in that episode Nepotism. of Black Mirror season six. I heard. <laughs> you're telling me these things like I'm not in the Bryce Dallas Howard <laughs> network, which I am. <laughs> As of today. Oh, okay, gosh. are you ready for your challenge? Yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah. Have you heard of Groomzilla's? <laughs> no. Oh my God. There's a podcast called Groomzilla's. Uh-huh. How did we not play this for our wedding episode? Oh my God. I know. It's kind <laughs> of been going on for a while, too. Wow. wow it's a forever wow. dog. So, um, long distance friends and recently married comedians Dan Gill and Eric. Dorian have learned everything there is to know about wedding planning and now they're ready to share their expertise with a little help from their fellow comedians now the only reason I picked this was because the guests are so good Guy Branham Matt Brauger uh, uh, Solomon Giorgio Nick Weiger yes um, Yes. I mean oh Brandy Posey Barbara Gray Jackie Cashin like oh my god Sabrina Jolie's like so the guests that's a good healthy sign of a show i've listened to a few i think it's really fun you were a groomzilla and you kind of still act like one so you're gonna just connect with the material i it's so true i'm a total groomzilla i still am even though i'm not having a wedding (laughs) and i love wedding i love wedding things i I love it i think you're 
you're gonna like. I'm excited about this one. Wait, they're long distance friends and recently married, but not to each other. Are they married to each other? Or are they married to different people? I think they're married to each other. Oh. Actually, I don't rem- uh, do, report back. Well, I'll let you know. Okay. Wow. Okay. Groomzillas. I'm excited about this. Fun. Oh, wait. No, I, th- I don't think they are. They're I don't think they're married to, to each other. People. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dig it. Sorry. No. Enjoy. I will. Thanks for the challenge. Oh. I hope that Bryce Thank Dallas you Howard for the challenge. It cannot <laughs> top the one that you gave me. It cannot top it. Well, farts. Now I don't know what to do for next week. That was the best one ever. It was the <laughs> smartest one ever. It kind of made no sense, but all the sense. No, it, it made all sense because we were, had been talking about that very episode uh-huh. on a previous episode of our podcast, and I yep. hadn't listened to it yet. I mean, that's irresponsible. Really? It's it's kind of, I can't believe you hadn't yet. Thank you. Wow. You are constantly making me a better person. Well, as much as I'd like to hear that 10 more times, we've got to get to our sponsor. We've got to go. we got to get the, keep the lights on. And now a word from our sponsor, Ghostbed. It seems like these days, kids are always on Snapchat. Millennials dislike mayonnaise and everyone is ordering beds through the mail. They come in these tiny refrigerated boxes that when you open up the box, like pops out. We get it. We get it. Nobody can go to bed stores anymore. Nothing important is going on here, right? (laughs) Wrong. There is a new bed company that is changing all the rules. Ghostbed will send you a bed that is also a ghost, which means, is it really there? Is it a real bed to sleep in? Does it even exist? Is it going to try to kill you? It all depends what you believe. These beds are spooky for sure. They often try to play tricks on you, and sometimes you're not sure if you're sleeping in one or just on the floor, which keeps sleeping fun because, let's be honest, sleeping is a boring activity. I mean, what are you even doing? Nothing. Make your sleeping experience fun, scary, and a little fantastical. Your ghost bed comes in a tiny refrigerated box. Open the box, your ghost bed will fly out of it. Or will it? Only believers will know for sure. (laughs) Go to ghostbed.com now and enter discount code podcastpodcast, and ghost bed will include a ghost pillow. Or will they? (laughs) We have no idea. We can't see a thing. Thanks, ghost bed. Thanks. (laughs) Sounds comfy. I have to tell you, um, I just recently got a ghost duvet, or did I? <laughs> or did you? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I have no idea. There's no way to tell. <laughs> I do wake up uh, freezing cold every night, but yeah. I'm guessing it's keeping Probably. me warm I mean, inside. Yeah, it's your imagination. Yeah. Where or, is it? Or trying to kill me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, there's so many questions. Your computer screen is lighting up your face in a very spooks way right now, so it seems apropos. I to be open-minded as to whether i'm sleeping in a real bed or not it just keeps you on your toes or do you oh my god i don't know anything and if if anything is real anymore that's what ghost bed does to you ghost bed is so spooks and i'm so grateful for their sponsorship uh should we jump into our first spooky clip yes um what is it my, no, you my tell niece, me. My niece was on vacation with us, and every time you like say something to her, or ask her something, if you're like, "Hey, Olivia, I have a question for you," she says, "What is it?" <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel every time someone talks to me. I know, right? She Ugh. like acts how we feel. Yeah. Uh, wow, anyway, she's a sharp ahead of her time cookie. She's oh, she's too smart for her own good. To oh be my honest, God. I want to hang. I out stink with her. and love her. Okay. 
Our first clip comes from Very Bad Words, which is a podcast all about our complex relationships with swearing and taboo language. I've never heard of this before. Well, dang. Ah, thank you. <laughs> um, the topics range from euphemisms to whether the Irish really do swear more to language like the other F word and its reclamation. I am really excited about this podcast. You are going to love it. Thank you. How did you find out about it? Well... In my ghost bed came a small ghost note, and it was a list of ghost podcasts to listen to. That wasn't even included in the ad. That is a bonus. Yeah. Dang. Also, sometimes when the ghost bed is trying to kill me, maybe, I make swears. Like, I'm like, oh, farts. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That really scares them away. I know it does. Um, In this episode, which is called Profanity and Parenting, hosts Matt fiddler talks to parents about their experience and perspective when it comes to you know using swear words around kids and like kids swearing so in this clip matt talks to lauren chiller who also has an incredible podcast called inflection point um basically she talks to women who have kind of risen up from a challenge or stepped up to create a change um and are telling their stories so lauren who says she's okay with using bad words within reason around her kid is in this clip sharing one particular experience of parenting with a potty mouth. I don't think it's possible to not swear in the car, but, but I have to tell you when my, when my now 13 year old was probably three years old, she was in the backseat singing to herself and she was singing the old McDonald's song. And, um, when she got to the part that goes with a quack, quack here and a quack, quack there, she busted out with, with a fuck, fuck here and a fuck, fuck there. <laughs> and she's three. <laughs> Whoa. Because You think it was because you were driving? I don't know. But I turned to my husband and I was, I was, you know, trying to recall all at once all the parenting books that I had read, which was react, don't react, say something, don't say something. And in the end, we were just cracking up and we turned and we said, you know, honey, um, that's not really a word you should be using. um so uh, i also listened to an episode on the same subject over at the illusionist do you remember that podcast it's just back now oh it is more seasons more shows well maybe that's why it's on the brain um but it's it's also a podcast sort of all about language and how we use it and it covers the same exact topic It, it talks about like swearing and how it's actually good for our health and like good for our anger and how people are so much more connected to swear words. I love this. I it's, stand behind this. Yeah. Message. Well, and they talk about a, a parent on that episode talked about the fact that she'd rather hear her. She'd rather her kids hear bad language from her so that they understand appropriate intent. She was talking about how like she'll never swear at a person. She'll only ever swear if she's like frustrated or angry or whatever. Um, and she feels like that's, that's the intent in which you should use swear words. And, they made the joke of like, I'd rather my kids swear in the house where I can like supervise. You know what I mean? (laughs) Which like kind of makes sense. I think. Well, so I think another, I forget which mother it was, but said, it's not even that I don't want them swearing in public because there's something wrong with it. I just don't want other people judging my (laughs) kids and being like, what kind of mother is that? That mother was like from Queens. And so she was like, I live in bougie Manhattan now. Like I don't want the other parents like judging me and being like, how, what kind of kid are you raising? (laughs) So it's more so like, don't embarrass me. than like, you can do it. That's a horrible damaging. It's on you. Say. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I will not claim you as my own if yeah. you do swear. Um, when we were younger, my older sister taught our younger sister how to swear with rhyming. How? She'd be like, Lauren, duck. 
And then she'd, you know what I mean? She'd sort of prompt her to say bad things. That's fun. You didn't have a sibling to be a bad influence. How did you learn swear words? Oh, my parents were my bad influence. (laughs) My parents swore a lot. And I feel like my parents love language and we made up words together. It was just like part of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like that's no what other deal. parents were saying here is like, it's kind of part of language and it's, it's wordplay. Yeah. It's fun. It's... And like on the illusionist, they were saying that, um, for children, emotional, really emotional language stands out. And so they're more likely to repeat a bad word because they'll only hear it in the context of like great emotion. I was not, I was allowed to say whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. Except I wasn't allowed to say I hated something. There was one thing I was allowed to say I hated and it was litter bugs. <laughs> and and I'll never forget. I was like, I don't remember. No, I sh- I said I just said I'll never forget. I do not remember this at all. But my mom tells the story about how I was like, my mom like yelled at me about something. And I was like, I hate. And she was looking at me like, Are you gonna say you hate me? Because, and I was like, I hate your pants. And she was like, That is not very nice. <laughs> You're not allowed to say that you hate things except for litter bugs. So I was allowed to swear. But yeah. To the, saying you hate is worse <laughs> that's a good point yeah unless you're swearing at like it depends yeah, on how you yeah, use it right yeah, yeah, like yeah. f you is not very nice either right but, but if you're saying god damn it that's fine right what's the harm right. it's it's so true it's like language is all invented and we just like apply and that's what they're talking about in the illusionist episode too um can you tell i didn't i couldn't decide which clip to use i kind of like i'm going Bonus. between both Go listen to it's it a, you should you yeah. should listen to the illusionist Ooh. episode um I think it's called like the power of swear. Anyway, uh, yeah, we've all we've just attributed language to this and kind of you know who cares. But then, did your parents say out in public you couldn't say those words? No, I was. I just knew though. I was a smart kid. Yeah, I wasn't an idiot. You like, had I, good instincts. I mean, I knew that it was like something that my parents let me do. That, like, but I like didn't... a two-year-old doesn't know that distinction, you know, or a three-year-old. I well, I definitely said things like I I said. I said a swear word very loud in church one time. Like that's just going to happen. Right. Like you're right. It's bound. To I was happen. an only child, so I wasn't around other kids ever. So right. I was always with the adults, always picking up things. Right. I feel like my parents were almost just like, if there had been other kids, they might have been able to protect me from it. But they, they, it was kind of like, well, she's always with us, so we're not like changing our behavior. Right. All the time. Like, right. So I kind of like that attitude, though. Like I'm not going to totally change my whole life just because. Well, on this episode, one of the. Um, people they interviewed as a teacher and he said well I don't swear all day so then when I because I'm at school and so when I come home all I want to do is swear and I thought that was interesting because like I would almost assume that you would just get used to not swearing yeah but I thought you there must be a need to swear right right it's interesting for some people yeah because I think that I kind of dropped swear like in high school I, I think I swore a little bit but I kind of dropped it when I got to college and was working in like um, student housing, like in residential life, I was like an RA and stuff. And you it just don't swear. Felt, yeah, I don't really swear a lot. I do swear certainly, but um, I think I just got into the habit of like, mm, it's not really a good look on like an RA. I think I'm just gonna like. It's all. Drop it's it. often very lazy, yeah. but it also feels very good sometimes. Sometimes not it wrong. Feels good to have the words come out of your mouth. Yeah, it does. There's something cathartic about it, and that's funny. They were talking about a study um, where people would put their hand in like freezing cold water and if some if the if the folks in the study yelled a swear word it uh, increased their 
the length of time they could hold their hand in there and also made the reporting afterwards they reported that the the water was less cold than the people who didn't swear and then even they had a third group that would scream a sort of neutral word like banana and those people also reported it being colder more painful and they were able to stay in it less <gasps> time amazing. isn't that interesting oh my god i love that um Will you tell your childhood swearing story that I love about swearing at the dinner table? Oh, I was like, my parents had a dinner party and I was like in my high chair at the table. And like, I wasn't putting sentences together at all yet. I was, we were in our apartment in King of Prussia. So I had to have been under two. And also your mom was a vegetarian at this time. Yeah. Your dad was a pescatarian. So my, but my mom made me chicken. Oh, oh. Because I was, I ate meat when I was little. (laughs) And I just said... what the hell is this chicken? And like my mom and dad always tell that story. Like, wasn't she crazy? It's like, no, you were, let's, let's blame the right person here. Right. You didn't just come but up I with I like that. how I actually, it was, just, it was a way to use the word. It wasn't like nonsense. It was like, what the hell is this chicken? It was correct That's usage. The best version of kids swearing is when they use it correctly. Yeah. That just cracks me up. I just love the idea of two year old you. I'm sure you'd had that same chicken time and time and time yes, again for dinner. And you're suddenly sitting there I was like, I'm trying group, this out. Group of adults, you're like, what the hell is this? Well, chicken? I really like, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm telling the whole episode away, but I really enjoyed it. And um, in this episode, um, a dad is telling the story about how he was away from his son a lot. And he had always told his son he w- that his son wasn't allowed to swear. And he went and saw him oh, at the airport or this something. Is such a sweet and story. And the little boy goes, daddy, can I swear? And the, the yeah. dad's like, okay. Like, and he goes, I fucking love you. Oh, <laughs> it's so sweet. Like, like the parents. It's right. Yeah. It's perfect. And he says this. It's the perfect usage of it the word. It's the perfect usage of it the word. It made me want to cry. Oh, it's such really a good. Sweet. This was a good episode. What's your favorite swear word? Uh, probably farts. So that's okay, a good one. it's that's not my real answer. I really like cluster f cluster mm-hmm. fuck. That's just a funny one yeah, to me. Yeah, it's but funny. we love Last Man on Earth. That um will forte show yeah, yeah. and he always uses like a, adorable like colloquialisms in, in place of swear words I, like oh farts that's so much smarter that just cracks me it's up so it's so charming funnier. yeah yeah, yeah. Well, i think i still say in ohio i think it's like an ohio or midwest thing like oh goodness like i still say that and people are like <laughs> what i'm like no like i do say those yeah i still say like safe swear words. yeah or i like to say oh my lanta yeah you do yeah that's a good one i like no i think those are really cute <laughs> yeah what's your favorite swear word i mean i think it feels really good to say motherfucker like yeah, it really that's does a good one. yeah uh, my mom's my mom has a favorite cookies fa- favorite what's is cookies? ass wipe she loves people ass wipe. <laughs> that's like a charming that's almost like a vintage swear word yeah. you know what i mean yeah dj jaywood do you have a favorite swear word um i don't maybe fuck yeah, That's just a classic. classic. I like fuckhead. fuckhead. Yeah, uh huh. That's about it. All, fuckhead. All fuckhead, of, is, fuckhead is good because it's like well, I'm confused. Yeah, yeah, all of our favorites included the f word. Yeah, yeah. Because that word feels good leaving your mouth. There's something about the ck articulation that is like an almost like an onomatopoeia for how you feel, right? It's like a representation of your frustration. That, yeah, you know, it's perfect. Yeah. Good word. Who? Good job. Whoever that was a really that. fun <laughs> episode. Thank you. Yeah, and if you all want to listen to the whole thing, even though we basically recapped it all, right now, um, check out the podcast "Very Bad Words." Well, and this would, episode is profanity and parenting. I would recommend going into a different episode because there's a lot of other good ones. Yeah, and we really did just tell you everything. <laughs> we did. We did. Yeah, you're right. Check out other check episodes. Out a one. <laughs> we did a much better job than they did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> what is clip number two? Mm-hmm.
glad you asked. Um, clip number two is from a new podcast called U Turns. Hey. Get it? You, as in you. Uh huh. You there, handsome. You. <laughs> U-turns. Jennifer Rudolph Walsh is the guest on this episode. Hosts are Lisa Oz and Jill Hartzig. Um, and it's a new podcast from How Stuff Works. Speaking of How Stuff Works. Hey. Um, and it's for anyone grappling with life changes. Uh, Lisa and Jill explore how to get fearless about transformation and actually enjoying the ride. Um, and they're interviewing Jennifer and she is a very famous literary agent. Uh, she's talking about finding your life purpose by finding your breadcrumbs. I love this. And she has a little quiz to find out. So I'm going to ask both of you um, a couple questions. And I want to help you find um, your breadcrumbs and your life purpose. Here's the first question. And, and she tells a little story. So if you're a listener right now and you're wondering what your purpose is, do you have any exercises or tips to yeah. how to figure that out I, so you I, don't have to wait till you're my age to, right. um, <laughs> to have it well, revealed? Well, I have a few I have a few thoughts on this. And again, there are many books you can buy on it and I personally spent a, a whole period of time actually working with a purpose expert to get to my like one sentence. But I don't think any of that is really necessary for the person who's just listening who would like to maybe kind of you know, narrow the scope of their understanding of why they're here. And so I call, I call this sifting through the, your life story to find the breadcrumbs that point to your purpose. So one example that is excellent, I think, is do you remember a time when you were usually a child when somebody told you something about yourself was extraordinary that you just thought was ordinary? And I share my, my own brief story about I came late to class as usual and I burst in to Mr. Compensanto's math class. And I said, I'm here. I'm late because, and he said, stop right there. Stop right there. I know you're famous for having a way with words and you can convince anybody of anything, but it's not going to work with me. <laughs> and all I heard was famous for having a way with words. I love this so much. I know. What a fun formula for figuring. I want to ask out. everyone this. And I'm sure everyone has their answer. Don't you think? Yes. Right. I'm so glad you have one. Oh, 100%. So I always loved art class. Like I was always doodling as a kid. I was always drawing, drawing, drawing. Um, I was never the best, to be totally honest. Like I wasn't a great illustrator. I wasn't great at realism. Um, and then I think it was maybe freshman or sophomore year of high school art. We did screen printing. And it was like very graphic. And it was like single colors. And it was single, uh, uh, bold and kind of iconic. Um and I, it just like something like clicked about it, right? And so I remember my, like, you know, getting good feedback on it, on it or whatever. And so I sort of was able to see, like, I never considered myself like the best artist, but then in that, at that one thing, it felt like it kind of clicked, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. Were you, did you get a lot of compliments? From, yeah. Like, the students? Yeah. And I remember it took me a minute you, to be like, oh, good. right, this is. I'm better at this than the other stuff, and yeah. I'm hearing that feedback, and now I'm a graphic designer. It's funny how you just know. Yeah. DJ Jay, what's yours? Uh, I guess I would say I'm good at picking up sports, or like physical. I'm good at, I'm good at like picking up physical things that require like physical activity, uh, like learning something new quickly. That is physical. God, I can't even say it correctly. Do you remember when you first got feedback of like a coach or someone being like, oh my gosh, you picked that up so No, quick. because like, oh, I guess, you told I guess me. probably, probably in like high school. You know, you told me a good story about this. Oh, well, can I, 
Yeah, go it, for it. He was learning how to ride his bike oh, with yeah. no, oh yeah, with no training wheels yeah. on, and he just like fucking did it. And the neighbors were like, "What the f-? like that kid?" <laughs> yeah, so like my neighbors had had uh, a kid my age, and she had just learned to ride a bike, and they had this like old beater. They had like uh, she had like three older brothers, mm-hmm. so like they just had like this old bike that they just like threw around in the backyard. Yeah, this huge backyard, and they were like, I was hanging out over there, and they were like, "Oh, I bet you can do this." Like, have you tried? And I was like, mm, no. But, and then I picked it up and it was like, yeah, it was easy. And I felt safe because I could, my legs could touch from the seat. Yeah. You know, sitting down. So. But you were probably just I like, just, what's the big, why is everyone freaking right, out? Like, I'm, this is easy. Yeah. And everyone's like, whoa, that's not normal. It's funny because I was just thinking about riding a bike, like thinking about that story and how riding a bike for the first time is super scary. I think, sorry, when you originally told me the story, you said that they were like, when you fall, they they said that to you yeah, and you did not yeah, fall yeah. because when you when a kid's about to learn you're like when you fall and it's yeah. like that's a really scary thing I don't think I could do that now if someone was like by the way when you eat shit right. here's what you should like I'm not doing that like it's kids are brave that's right, awesome right it's awesome that kids can like get on a bike that's a cool thing anyway I really like that story and I second Justin's ability to like he just picks up things like yeah. he can um, pick up running really fast or sport like anything yep. dancing yep. <laughs> all right let's what's wait what's more. yours oh i think i i i remember in first grade we were supposed to write like make a book and like write a story in a book and i remember thinking this is stupid i don't care and i wrote this book called poor chick and it was like this chick that went through all this shit and every time something bad would happen to the chick the end <laughs> was like poor chick and i remember just thinking it was awful and i like won an award and had to read it in oh front my god no, but i remember thinking I wish I had tried harder because I had to like now read it in front of everyone. I was like, this is bad. Like I didn't even try. Like I was like literally not trying and everyone was like loving it. And I was like, Oh, I guess I'm good at this because right. No, I wasn't like everyone's good at this or I I wasn't like, I'm good at this. I was like, everyone else is terrible. at this. (laughs) I really was. That's what I was thinking. Like, Oh, everyone is like sucks. That's so funny. Anyway. Okay. Are you ready for another breadcrumb? Ready. Okay. We were talking about following our breadcrumbs, those little things from our past that may lead us to some insight on purpose. And you were in mid-sentence about about having a way with words. Right. So that's one little thing to think about. A time that somebody told you you were extraordinary at something you thought you were ordinary at. Another thing is, what are you doing when time flies? Like when two or three hours have gone up, sex gone by. Count. No, Lisa, sex <laughs> okay. does not count. Walk a walk. So you know what is it you're doing when hours have flown by and you haven't looked at your clock once? Another thing is, what do people come to you for? Mm. You know, these are all breadcrumbs. And if you actually start looking at your motivations and your ma- your passions, you know, and your drives around these kind of stories, these breadcrumbs, you start seeing. And, and, you know, you begin to put in, to put language around that. Okay. So two questions on that. What do you do that makes time fly? And what do people come for you for? Come to you for? I, I feel like mine is like a little on the nose, but my mom would always say like school, anytime I had a project at school, if it was a paper, I would like wait to the last minute and like bang it out and like begrudge it and Anytime it was like a craft or like a, you know, a diorama or anything, anything of that sort, uh, you know, drop the egg off the roof and try to make it not crack kind of problem solving. Like 
I would just dive into it the minute I got home from school. And still, it's like I was telling Justin, I was able to start like a knitting project this weekend. And like, I just like do it and do it and do it. And it's so much fun. And I just, you know, I think anything crafty, anything artsy. I think you found your passion. You've been following your breadcrumbs. You have been so far. I think I have been. You're right. And I've had actually good folks in my life who have pointed them out to me before, before I realized they were my breadcrumbs. Um, including like my mom and someone I interned with and an art teacher who all said like, just so you know, like this is really a thing you should be doing. Like you should, you should be doing something like this. You know, it would be fun if we had a new segment called breadcrumb segment and I just made you give you like an assignment like in school. Yeah. And like uh, you had to do it before the next recording. Idea. Okay, I'm going to do it. Can one be like a seal terrarium yes. model <gasps> kind of thing? Because I did that as a kid. I did that. Little, little, um, I'm dead. Uh, I want what's it called when it's like a shoebox and you turn it on inside and then you like Diorama. make a little, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, that sounds like so much fun! It was the best. We should have a night where we do that. That's like good for you. Let's do it. That, let's do it. <gasps> Wait, can we have a segment called breadcrumbs and then I just make you eat a ton of breadcrumbs? That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, can Un- untoasted. We, oh my god, can we have something to? drink with it no okay nope. it's starting to sound what is less it called breadcrumbs in a water no <laughs> okay it's just breadcrumbs i like a challenge so <laughs> I, yes um also it'll be a good listening experience for everyone listening to me chewing breadcrumbs yeah that is so that's so true yeah. um dj j Wu, what do you do that makes time fly by time flies when i'm having fun no i i um well, exercise. Mm-hmm. Like when I do anything physical, like physical activities, like oh my being God, outside. You guys both found your breadcrumbs. I always so do that. Funny. But also, I would also add, like, just like Eric, uh, Eric is crafty. I am crafty my own way. So when I'm learning something, like anytime I'm, I get I get excited about learning something new. Whether yeah. It's like a new software program, or I'm trying to learn a coding language, or I want to, uh, even just like fixing shit around the, the apartment yeah that's like stuff that i i just it, i'm into like me, problem solving let me yeah. tell you when he's yeah. learning a new program on his computer i just can't get him to pay a, a smidge of attention to me <laughs> a shad of attention I'm sorry, a lick what? a shad what, what a shad of attention oh what is it what is this um, it's a new thing I'm trying to make happen. Uh, we've been watching the television show, Are You the One? Uh-huh. And one of the characters' name is Shad. And so it's weird. And I think we should start saying like, a little Shad of something. <laughs> um, you know, he, like, I, I mean, I'm like rolling around the floor naked, like, you know, <laughs> doing dance routines and like, like setting things on fire. And he is just in the zone, not even realizing anything's going on. He gets oh in the zone. Oh my gosh. That's, that's funny that you guys both, it seems, have been following your breadcrumbs and have, have helped you come to a really happy place. What about, what do people come to you for? Well, wait, you need to answer this oh, as well. The thing that makes time fly for me isn't something I do. I mean, there are things, but I think the number one thing is when I'm watching stand-up comedy, I literally don't know what happens. I, like, even when we're watching it at home. You, um, like, black out? I, do, I, <laughs> I have zero sense of time. Zero. Wow. I'm, I just, because I, how I know is when we watch it at home, like, because you know how long you've been sitting there. And like, yeah. I literally, it's, it, because it's no work. It's just my, I really, really enjoy yeah. stand up comedy. I, I'm surprised I thought you were going to say reading. No, you know what? I talked about this with DJ J. Wu. 
reading it would be except reading you see pages you know you, there's yeah, a there's, there's a, a clear thing, passage of time. there is like a timer that you can't escape yeah like if i was reading a scroll <laughs> maybe I, but i mean i do get lost in books i totally obviously get lost yes, in books yes but i'm very aware that time more is conscious. that i'm aware that we are marching on yeah <laughs> when i am watching stand-up comedy i'm not aware that we're watching i on. love i'm lost in another universe i love that what about what do people come to you for to be the, the officiant of their wedding yeah sometimes uh i feel like this like i people do come to me for my like work skills you know um like as favors because it's just something everyone needs everyone needs graphic design sometimes you know for an invitation of a something or like oh my God. you know a design of something or you found your life purpose congratulations that's the end of the segment well, isn't that, I, I mean am i trying to make the thing i do fit no. into all these answers though no you know what i mean very true I, I really do feel like I found the thing I love to do, and I uh, I really do love it. Yeah, you won the How boring. Game. What a boring answer. Not boring. <laughs> uh, the best. DJ J. Wu, what do people come to you for? Fucking IT. That's true. <laughs> Myself God included. Damn, IT. Oh my God. That's, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm literally no, like, like, it's I, that. It's Justin, that, please turn the TV on. Well, I, it's that typical, like, mom calls me because she doesn't understand how to add a contact to her iPhone or something. I like you know, the like, she didn't mm-hmm. know how to turn her iPhone on and I just hear Justin, who is not a screamer, there's one button! <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard him so bad. Just like an IT guy. But, but also people ask you for, another big one is, they're like, what do I eat? And how much should I work out? They, yeah. People, oh yeah, I get a lot, of, I get a lot of exercise He does like meal questions. prepping tips and stuff. Yeah. Like, you give people workouts. Like you really, you also have found your... You taught me how to stretch for running when I was doing my half oh, marathon. Yeah. You always help me when tips. I'm like sore or something. You always know exactly what to do. And we, I know me and Alan texted you before about like TV stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so glad I married you. Definitely. Oh my God, I married the best uh, one. IT and fitness. Yeah. Oh my God, Those I married the best plan. one. Those are good ones. I love it. <laughs> what <laughs> ding, do people ding, come ding. to you for? Oh, you know, Justin and I were talking about this. I don't think anyone comes to me for anything. That is not true. Um, okay, you are my New York guru. How about that? Editing. Um, Definitely editing. Editing. And like that quick, I always ask you for like anything word, anything um, related to words. It's like, does this sound right? Yeah. And you give this the best like, like quick reaction, gut reaction, like yes, no, and this is why. I also think people actually do if they like want brainstorming. I think that they're like, do you have any ideas? I want to think yes. of something for this. I started noticing that in jobs when they would be like, we just want Lauren here for this meeting to see if she can think of anything. Like, I guess like creativity, except that's not something. That, yeah, uh, but but you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. You're so right. Like the, the ideation and the brainstorming of a thing. Yeah, and that's you're why so right. I was really excited to take this new job I took because I thought, wow, these people are actually like valuing storytelling and creativity in a way I've never seen before, and they're willing to back it up and say, no, this is a real job. Like, yeah. So. And it's important. I guess people do come to me for that. Um. Fun guys, I you I I really think we found our life purpose. And now I want to ask. Let's review. Ask everyone. What do people tell you that you're good at that you had no idea you ha- you were good at it? Um, what do you do that makes time fly? And what do people come to you for? And um, I would recommend listening to the whole episode. Jennifer Rudolph Walsh is awesome on the new podcast U Turns. 
This is so great. I'm now doing it for other people in my life. What a fun game. I hope I hope everyone thinks about these questions. Do it and let us know. Dig it. Now, what is our first segment? Not really first, but next segment. Um, This is the first for us. Good, good, good. It's a double doozy segment. Mm-hmm. It's a conspiracy jamboree slash jingle jangle segment. Are oh, you ready to rumble? Made for me? It's, yes. It and feels... It, Tailor made. It for is me. from the Daily Zeitgeist, which I know is not your favorite. So a little for me, yet. a little for you. Right. <laughs> a lot for me. And a lot for DJ Jewel. Like, we're acting like I hate the Daily Zeitgeist. I obviously love the Daily Zeitgeist. Until you're obsessed with it, I will not <laughs> give up. It does feel like there's two uh there's two reactions. It's like obsessed or not obsessed, right? Right. And I want I you just to be happen obsessed. to be not obsessed. Um, it is a large part of my life. Um, you, well, you did change your last name to Zeitgeist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say, and then I changed my first name to Bryce Daly Howard Zeitgeist. <laughs> it's the perfect name for me. <laughs> and it's very unique. We've okay, hit anyway. Peak. We've hit peak podcasting. That's perfect. This is from the Daily Zeitgeist episode. Turns out this Trump guy's a real asshole. And um, so this is the host, Jack O'Brien and Miles Gray. The guest on is, is Madison Shepard. Um, okay, so Miles and Jack, we've talked about this before. They always start each episode of the Daily Zeitgeist with their what they call their AKAs, which means that they sing their names in a song. And we've actually played clips of them. They'll like sing a song with their name in it. It's a very creative, very fun thing to do. People will tweet them in um, suggestions. They're always so clever. Yeah, they're yeah. really good. Um and on this episode, Miles is riffing off of the theme song from Cheers. And so that's where you get your jingle jangle. But then Jack comes in with a conspiracy theory about the show Cheers. And I want to <laughs> know what you think about the conspiracy theory. Making your way in the zeit today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries is sure will help the pot. Wouldn't you like to Miles Gray? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Boom, 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 boom. And there's fire AKs. Boom, boom, boom. You want to be where you can see. The takes are never lame. You want to be where everybody's in Zeitgang. Madison is like, is this a musical podcast? I don't understand what I signed up for. Oh, yeah, you signed yeah. up for that. And that AKA goes out to at Das Jose Reyes. Jose Antonio Reyes. Uh, I think you've, we've talked before because you have the name of a great Arsenal player. So thank you for that Cheers inspired AKA. One thing I did realize when I was listening to this song last night, there is a very odd lyric in there where one of the things is like, and your husband wants to be a girl. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, what? It's a really dark-ass song. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, okay, so we're just doing that whole yeah. transphobic mm-hmm. shit. Okay, uh, well, theme song. This ties into my uh, fan theory about Cheers, which is that Cheers is actually about a sad bar, but it's in from the perspective of drunk people, so everybody is good-looking and funny at all times, so uh-huh. you're only seeing it through their eyes, but because the theme song is actually about like very sad alcoholism. Yeah. It's like about like you just like want to get away, so you leave work and go hide out in a bar <laughs> instead of going home. Yeah. Up. Okay. It's dark, mm. man. It's dark. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that want to make make you want to watch the whole thing like to see if it's true? I 100%. guess I think it might be true. 100%. No, really. What do you think about this conspiracy theory? Because you're um, kind of the expert. I, I, no, I just love conspiracy theories, but I, I am on board for this one. I don't know Cheers that well, which is maybe why I'm like, yeah, that feels right. 
I I know. I don't know it that, but it seems to me it adds up. <laughs> it's also like, what's more likely that it's this bar full of people who are happy and love each other, but constantly there. But I guess, or yeah, sorry, you know? no. But it is actually a very sad idea when you think about it. <laughs> the song is very sad and weird, much sadder than I remember it being. And it is sad the idea that these people like they just want to get away and they have no other like this is their life in this bar and like they're alone and like they should figure out their breadcrumbs. He, they someone should have asked them. <laughs> right. Oh they're like God. when I was younger I was really good at drinking and I didn't think I was and then drinking makes the time go by really fast and also people ask me wow. to have a drink with them. I guess. <laughs> See some people would say they found their breadcrumbs and yeah. some people would say it's a problem. <laughs> Whatever you want. Tomato, tomato. Okay, thanks. Um, I love forcing you to listen to the Daily Zeitgeist. Did you like do you like the Daily Zeitgeist a little bit more after hearing that clip? I mean, I already liked it. I do like it a little bit oh! more. <laughs> DJ Wu, we're going to get him there. Yes. Zeit gang, Zeit gang, Zeit gang, Zeit gang, gang. Okay, thanks. Yeah. You're welcome. Speaking humoring me. <laughs> I loved it. There was no humoring needed. Okay. Um, should we jump to our next segment? Yes. Uh, the next oh, segment yes. is a no comment. <laughs> we always get sad that we can't say more, but you know, it feels like we've said enough. So this no comment comes from Keep It. Y'all know Keep It. We love Keep It. My husband loves Keep It. Lauren challenged me to listen to Keep It, and now Alan won't stop listening. I love how I always get credit for this. You do. It's like I made the show. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I thought you created Keep It. Is that not true? Well, I didn't create it, but more importantly, I told you about it. That's true. Even if you had created it and didn't tell us about it, we'd never hear it. If a a tree doesn't fall in the woods, (laughs) etc. Does it not, yes, make no noise? When in Rome. (laughs) Okay, go on. <laughs> All right, so it's the Culture and Politics podcast from Ira Madison Third with co-hosts Kara Brown and Louis Fertel. They talk about the latest through their unique lenses, and their insight is as witty as it is wise. Get it? Oh. Both those words have W's. Um, I'm totally obsessed. So I'm playing this clip as our no comment this week because... The, our, in our last episode, we were talking about um, Steve Bannon being included in the 2018 New Yorker Festival. And how we were really excited. <laughs> Wait, is that what we said? I, I'll have to re-listen, but I don't think so. <laughs> Not to neg you. <laughs> is that, is that what Pretty that's sure called? I'm right. Okay. Uh, so, surprise, surprise. Keep it summed up their thoughts a little more eloquently than us. Um Not that we didn't do a great job, but the guest on this episode was John Lovett, host of political podcast Love It or Leave It and Pod Save America. And he was talking about how much he respects New Yorker editor David Remnick and how David Remnick did the right thing to reverse his decision um, to not include Steve Bannon in the festival. Uh, So he's officially not part of the festival. So in this clip, Kara and Ira um, respond. Kara weighs in, followed by Ira and then John. Here it is. You know what I do wonder, though, because I do I liked his statement and he did change his mind. But what I would like to know is who was involved in making that decision and how many of the people involved making that decision were women, were people of color who would feel really like personally 
not even just like upset, but like it's the things that he says. He's a racist. He is an anti-Semite. He has said terrible things about women. And so having to sit and listen to that in the vein of we've just got to hear people out. It's a different thing when he's talking about you. And so I do wonder who was involved in the initial decision. And I have to believe that the decision to to disinvite him involved hearing from some of those people. Right. Because there's always this need to sort of feel like we should hear from both sides, from people who aren't particularly affected by all of those things. I mean, I don't know what there is to learn from Steve Bannon. We know that he is a big part of the Trump administration, was, you know, is really involved in our politics right now. But what do you need to learn from someone who thinks that only white people should be on the earth. <laughs> I'm just never going to get any more nuance, you know? Like if he had a book out, what what's the secret chapter we're going to read? You know, was he recording Trump? <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's right. I I I I think that's right. The other part of it is we've heard from him so much. Right. Steve Bannon has been interviewed so much. Does ca- people catalog it? Look at how many different places have had exclusive interviews with Steve Bannon. I think that he is miscategorized as some sort of a conservative intellectual when he is just a charlatan uh, and someone who saw a lot of value in white nationalism uh, and was proven correct. And that clip came from Keep It, the episode Love It or Keep It with John Lovett. Let's move on. I know, right? It's yep. one of those times. Segment, segment. This is the At segment. Least we get to go on to something fun. I know, you're right. This is where we talk about non podcast related things as a little palate cleanser. Because we have other interests. You don't know our lives. They know our lives. <laughs> they do. They know too much about our lives. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Speaking of your life, what's going on in your life right now? What's your segment, segment? Um,. I think this is uh, it's like who am I becoming my work all my new work <laughs> things are like becoming my favorite things yeah but, but it's a slack? new fancy job do you yeah you we slack? use slack uh-huh. I love slack. so it's basically I like, like an inter office messaging system right where you can like yeah collaborate my fa- so yeah you can like it's almost like you're texting everybody uh-huh. but you can like send projects and yeah. documents you can hook it up uh, our project manager just hooked up like gifts so we can like add gifts to conversations and <laughs> it's on my phone so I never I'm nervous yeah. like I know that if someone needs to contact me it's fine the best part is it, I have zero emails basically yeah because almost everything can be shared through slack yep um I'm a big fan I'm so nerdy but I really it's like kinda, it it's making yeah. my life um it's streamlined a lot of my life yeah the one thing is it sometimes can make me anxious if I'm like it it makes me feel like I need to get to it more immediately mm-hmm. than an email where I'm like, oh great, I know I will get to that. But with Slack, I'm like, I gotta keep up, I gotta keep up, you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I do, I love Slack. Yeah, we use it in our office. Cool, that's mine. Don't Dig it, DJ Jwoo. What's your? I, I didn't really have one, uh, but I just wanted to say I hope that our editor Kara <gasps> in Charlotte is safe. Yeah, that's a storm. May not hit her as hard, but I don't know that. It looks pretty menacing from the yeah, satellite photos. Yeah, so I know it's supposed to hit anyways, Raleigh. I hope she's good. Stay with your husband yeah. and your family. Yeah, and Charlie. So, and most importantly, yeah, Charlie. Charlie, your dog. Wow, DJ Jew so, sacrificed his anyways, segment segment to segment. give 
little injured Kara best wishes. That's that was a really sweet. nice segment segment. Yeah. My segment segment is wishing our editor Kara safe weekend with the story. <laughs> <laughs> I had thought now of that I look also. like an <laughs> asshole. And also uh, world peace. And also something about me, which <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Uh, no, mine is uh, mine is actually pretty profound as well. Uh, my segment segment is um, once you pop, you just can't stop. You know I'm talking about that Pringles vibe. Uh oh. Yeah. Really? That's that's my segment segment. Yeah, I am. The actual Pringles. Pringles. Okay. Once you pop, you just can't stop. It's true. We have Pringles, like these little packs of Pringles in our uh, office kitchen. That'd be trouble. And it's it's so troublesome. Ugh. Well, here's the thing. Pringles just feel like I'm not gonna buy. Pr- what am I gonna buy? Pringles uh, and eat them with but my then when mouth. They're free. So they're just in the kitchen. And also, Alan Lane bought Pringles at the airport to eat on the, the way dummy. to San Francisco. And what kind? It re- reg, okay. original, standard. It reinvigorated Uh-oh. a fiery passion. Oh, definitely stoked the flame. Ugh. I don't mean to like make this harder for you, but yeah. I must say I do not enjoy Pringles. Like I, they're like I feel like they're not the best potato chip. I hear but it. They're, they're not very good for sandwiches. If you're going to put <laughs> a potato chip on your sandwich, wow. they're like the perfect size. They're oh, you need a reliable yeah, size. That's true. That's very thin. Yep. It was crisp. Wow, I hadn't considered it. Luckily, I don't really eat that many sandwiches. Well, maybe you should. Is that your fa- favorite potato chip? Oh, not by a long shot. What's your favorite? But I just am on a kick right now. Yeah. Oh gosh, what is my favorite? I would say um, regular kettle chips. Oh okay. You know. Yeah, yeah. Or if I'm going trashy, like a Ruffles. Ooh, Ruffles. Oh wow. Right. I haven't done Ruffles in a long time. I know. What's your favorite potato chip? Man. I love this conversation. I don't know. Uh, Alan's would be Doritos. I was going to say either Doritos is, yeah, probably maybe Doritos. I, yeah. ate, I ate a little bag of them yesterday. Ugh, so good. Really and I good. guess they're not technically potato chips. They're like, That's why I was like, chips. do I say Doritos? Because they're kind of like, they're basically tortilla chips. Yeah. But I, think it, I think it counts as chips. Garbage. Yeah. 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 And are you a nacho cheese flavor? Yes. Dorito? Yeah, me absolutely. Too. Me too. Uh, well over the Cool Ranch. Cool Ranch is gross. And I do like spicy okay, but I prefer regular. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm down with the spicy. Yeah. I'm down with like some of their like alternative flavors. Or yeah. Whatever, but yeah. The, just the regular nacho cheese. Why mess mm. with perfection? Mm. Yeah. How do you guys feel oh. about salt God. and vinegar? I think that's my favorite. And I'm mad. See, that's, that's yeah, that's, that's great. Like any... Like kettle chip, that is a salt and vinegar kettle chip. Ooh, it's you're right. Just like, it's really good on kettle. I'm pretty much going to just destroy that whole bag. What type of salt and vinegar do you like? Like a kettle or like a Lay's? I'm not as much of a brand whore as you yeah. guys are, but I feel yeah. like the Cape Cod ones. I Ooh, There used to be a brand good. called Grandpa's Potato Chips in Ohio. Okay. I don't know if I haven't seen them in years. Maybe mm-hmm. the Ohesians are still eating them. Yeah. Those are always my favorite. They're, the kettle, they're kettle cooked yeah. ones. Uh, but I also enjoy it when Amish people come over to my apartment and make them handmade for me. So that's like my favorite. How often mm. does that Just once happen? every other day. Okay. Lucky you. I will also say I buy Where for my dad I? for his birthday, I'm not kidding, a box of Mike Sells potato chips, the wavy kind, because the they only sell them in Columbus kind. and he can't get them in Cleveland. <laughs> That's so special. And it's like he, my mom will get him like a really nice, thoughtful, whatever, whatever. And my dad's like, you could have just got me chips. <laughs> he prefers it. Well. He's a simple guy. Simple things. It's yeah. true. It's true. Make people happy. Speaking of simple things making me happy, this episode made me so happy. Damn. It was a good one. Wow. Um, 
breaking news. Oh, go. I just got a text message. <laughs> unknown number. It's probably because the un- number is unknown because it's on my computer. Uh-huh. Maybe on my phone it'll tell me who it is. Uh-huh. Lauren, I just had a really big dinner and haven't pooped today and look <laughs> so fucking pregnant. Thought you would appreciate it. Wait, can and you... And there's a photo. Can you guess as to who it is? Not a clue. <laughs> I'll t- <laughs> Thank you. If you're listening, you just made my century. Wait, who would who would tell you this? I don't know. I'm not gonna. I, I don't. So I don't know. Wow. I love this. I, guess I love my. Li- All I can think of is I love my life. Right now. No, they're not pregnant. Oh, they're not. Pregnant. No, the so whole they point look is pregnant. food baby. Yeah, I oh whoever stars. did this, thank you. What if it was me and I? Just I just figured it, it out, but I'll I'll tell you guys when we're okay. 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 Is it a dude. I'm not telling you on air. Okay, it's <laughs> sensitive. Fine, fine. Honestly, the world will never know. Do you think a dude would be like, "I look pregnant"? <laughs> did you say that? Maybe. Okay, maybe sure. I mean, if they've um, seen Junior, they would. I was about to say that is the third time I've <laughs> referenced Junior today. Not kidding. Not enough times. Okay. You still have we, the rest. We still of have today. a couple hours. Yeah. Uh, thanks to you all for listening. Thanks yeah. to our editor, Kara. Stay Please safe. rate us five stars on iTunes, if yeah. you don't mind. Rate us five I stars, Kara, and then stay safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag priorities. <laughs> Love you, mean it. Bye. Bye.